Comrades, welcome to episode 13 of the Comfy Show. In English-ish, in English, as you guys can hear. Um, what are we going to do today? We're going to have a new um, topic, subject. We're going to look back to the Comfy Lounge one year ago. It's going to be pretty interesting. We're going to have a look at zero knowledge proof and self-sovereign identity. Uh, we also uh, spoke about that in the Dutch show. It was pretty interesting. Uh, Ultra Comfy. Uh, with a very difficult name that I keep forgetting on Twitter, um, made a thread on that. So we're going to have a look at that bit. And we're going to look at the Australian connection to Quant AU Cloud. Um, it uh, popped up today in, in Lounge and, and, and Australia is always one of my examples. But what do we actually know about that? So we're going to have a look at that as well. And I think that's going to be a pretty full show already. Tim. How's life? How's life? Uh, pretty good. Hey, everyone. Welcome to uh, pretty new, good. <laughs> the latest episode. Yo, yeah, life is pretty good, actually. Uh, I'm looking forward to a long weekend. Tomorrow it's uh, Liberation Day here uh, in the Netherlands, so that means a public holiday for those uh, who are fortunate enough to work for the government, not not for everyone in the, in the country. So for me, it, it's a long weekend. It's really nice. Weather's looking good, so I'm looking forward to having a great weekend. And um, I actually see that we moved up a bit in in in, in euro and dollars. So Quant is uh, pumping a bit higher at the moment. We are we so, pumping? Uh, oh yeah, that's we, also right. Yeah. Right now it's 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 Wednesday evening, and it's, Wednesday. it's like nine o'clock, quarter past nine here. Yeah. The Fed just announced that the rate hike is going to be as expected. Ooh, ninety-three euros. Bumping, baby. <laughs> this is so shit. Yeah, but, but, but this gotta be the thumbnail. Bumping. Ah. Um, oh Bumping. Ah. We're actual moon boys right now. Now, yeah, um, no. so the rate hikes are uh, are as expected. Um, uh, what was that? Five basis points, half a uh, half percent, or something. I like don't that. care. I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> but, Every, no, yeah. I, I I don't care either. But everybody always tries to make a, a, a very big fucking fuss about all those things. Oh, it's pricing. No, it's not pricing. Yes, it's pricing. <laughs> yeah. At, at, at least the market appears to be doing what we expected it, it yep. to do. I guess number go up. So we'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So regardless, I think yeah, I'm doing well actually. Just looking forward to a nice long weekend. Also looking back at a great week uh, in terms of content, in terms of everything we did. Uh, it's really satisfying. Also seeing the number of people listening to us go up, uh, people engaging with us on Twitter going up. Yeah. Uh, seeing more and more messages and tweets. That's really lovely. So. Uh, yeah, and really happy to have everyone here and, and listen to us. Yeah, it's great, and we're going to make it an amazing episode. Jarno. Yeah, once again, a major fucking shout out to all the content creators. Um, what 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 Greg pulled off uh, the other day, yesterday while we were recording in Dutch, um, I noticed that Real Pal from Real Vision was having a, a Twitter Spaces, and I was like, shit, we can't attend. Well, Greg was there, and um, Greg being Greg, he. Um, Managed to ask Rule Pell a question on interoperability. Maybe Tim can look it up. My um, my queue on Telegram is full. Um, mm -hmm. But um, he actually got a question out to Rule Pell. Uh, Rule Pell answered. It regarded um, interoperability um, and um, 
it's it's pretty interesting. We all know that uh, the rule pal is aware of Quant. He name dropped it a couple of times, and Greg created a tweet on that. Um, Tim's oh, gonna yeah. gonna look it up. Tim found it. Um, I found you, it. Yeah. You you want to share it right now with audio? Uh, um, sure. But can you do it? And I'll uh, Oof. I'll send, uh, I'll send yeah. it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Not, not in Telegram because I have some shit queued up, but which I searched oh. for. Don't want to research that. If that's possible. I can also put it here in the chat box. Yeah, do that. This is all uh, lively recorded. Yeah, it's the way we roll. Lively. See, and dear listeners, you're listening to a new episode where it's Yarno with me and not a guest. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be shenanigans. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah, this is uh, improvisation as always. Share sound. Okay, so the tweet reads, new Q&T audio, fire. On Monday, I had a chance to speak with Raul Pell about interoperability. Raul believes that merging the fiat money system with blockchain via CBDCs, stablecoins, and regulation will be a major catalyst in the evolution of crypto. I've heard you, Ralph, speak about the need for interoperability in crypto, but what's your updated thesis around how crypto can interoperate, not just between blockchains, but also with legacy finance? Because we know that most of the money is still on that side of the table, especially with stable coins and similar types of tokens as regulation comes into the space. And then if you're willing to share maybe how you might allocate in order to capture some of that value. Sure, no problem. The ability for me to send you a dollar or an NFT or anything, any value, we're not going to care what chain it's on soon. It's just not going to be part of the conversation. That's interoperability. The scale of interoperability comes with central bank digital currencies and stable coins. That scales this massively because then you're operating with the existing financial system in a way that is compliant with regulation and it just becomes all super easy. We can integrate the DeFi world into that. And before you know it, you build networks on top of networks. And the network of money that exists for fiat money, if we can leverage that network as well, we're going to see even faster acceleration of adoption that you and I can't believe right now. Because that's when you get from 300 million right now to 2 billion in seconds, because suddenly the EU or the Fed or whoever it is starts using blockchain rails for central bank digital currencies, whether they are private sector stable coins or whether they're their own networks. I just choose a basket of stuff and hope it's in the right direction because nobody actually knows. It's very early days, but interoperability is just going to drive the entire space forward. I'd say that's pretty cool. Um, I think uh, Craig did an amazing job on uh, putting in a question and gathering the intel in this way. Um, I think... uh, a lot of people were really excited to uh, to read this in the Quamfi Lounge. And um, I think we can expect uh, Greg to pull off more of these types of... Uh... Stunts. What? Stunts. It's stunts. a stunts, right? Yeah. 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 I, think it's, uh, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. Um, so, so, so that's pretty cool. Um, what, what was the context where it was shared again? I can't remember. doesn't really matter. Um, let's see. I queued something up. Last year, May, this is going to be a, a new topic for uh, for the show when uh, it's just uh, Tim and I. What was sentiment in lounge one yeah. year ago? 
Um, I, I put the link in the description. Uh, so whatever platform you're on, whether it be a podcast or the YouTube video, you should be able to find the, the link and you can read it yourself. This was um, on May 3rd where I began. And this was a, a, a pretty busy times in the confidence. Right now you got an average of about a couple hundred messages a day. But these were the times when we sometimes hit well over two, three K. Um, let's let's just scroll through a bit and I, and <laughs> see what I did there. Let's scroll through there a bit. This will make sense in a bit. Um, okay, so we have uh, some people there were deleted accounts. The amount of Q is Q and T isn't fixed. The fiat prices. There's uh, this this nice little discussion going on. Um, on tokenomics, that's a recurring subject. In the I feel language. like if, if, if you don't show the date, it it feels like it, this could be yesterday. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's always the same stuff. I feel like I'm always reading through the same messages. Yes. So we got the token utility overview. Um, I think we addressed this in uh, in English as well, didn't we, Tim? Uh, the, we did. Yeah. The yeah. tokenomics, so the enterprise licenses, developer licenses, platform fees, identity and account, transaction processing, application users, gateways and staking, and the investment and store of value. Um, that thing you can call it up in Comfy Lounge by with a command. I forgot the command. Um, and, oh, and and what we read utility, I think. Yeah, and what and what we read we read here is, bam. True just dumped. Anyone seeing the true chart? Is this actually a rug? Truly dead. LMAO, really? Um, and that goes on for a bit. Yeah, mine is 80% in minutes. What the fuck? And then you got the chart here, and it reads true bit back from $1.28 to 37 cents. And that was after the recovery. Um, Imagine selling 4K QNT today for that coin and then getting rugged. Yeah. Um, this was a very, very interesting day. Um, also for me, I uh, was also well into true. That oh, was, dear. That was, that was the ticker. Um, it was a very nice weather in the Netherlands. And uh, there was this very interesting talk going on about this bonding curve. Um, where no matter no, nobody really understood it because nobody could explain it, but but it was absolutely the thing. Um, and and for, for the duration of the day, price just kept going up in a forty-five degree angle, as you can see on the um, on the chart right now on the screen. Uh, look up Truebit uh, dollar sign and then T R U, and you can see it for yourself if you're uh, on. Uh, so, so it was just a day of happy monkey noises. You always make the monkey noise. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I sold a bunch of, 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 of other stuff that I had. A bunch of my shit coins was one of my shit coin culling days. And in the end of the day, I had about fifteen k euro in uh, in Truebit. And uh, I was at home here celebrating and uh, just uh, just having fun, uh, chatting with uh, with a mate of mine. And when I finished the call and I looked at the chart, um, it kind of recovered already. But eventually we were like up to, yeah, like $1.20. 
my average buy-in, I started buying at 18 cents or something. My average buy-in was a little bit higher, I think around 60 cents, euros. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there were uh, a lot of people in the group that we were in that went way deeper. I mean, not even balls deep, but but neck deep. And uh, some people up to their eyeballs. So this was quite a shock. It was really interesting because this was also the time when Q&T was, was ranging for a while. Or was, 40 was yeah, $40 stablecoin. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was that time. So, um, and this is where it becomes Q&T and Quamfi related again. Um, yeah, somebody sold 4K Q&T, actually dumped the price of Quant uh, with a couple of bucks um, with, that, uh, with that sell to get in onto, uh, onto True. Um, it, it recovered slowly. I eventually even made a little bit of money out of it, but it never re- recovered. And it was not a rug pull, but it was a very smart trading algorithm. Somebody with really deep pockets. Um, they had a very elaborate um, thing going on. It, it was a very elaborate uh, scam. It, 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 it wasn't really a scam. It wasn't really a rug pull, but somebody just um, just played the sentiment, played the market, and um, and offered coins out of his own bag or from his own contract, and and and, and bought those back. And every sell that was initiated was compensated with a buy. It, like I said, really elaborate. Nobody could explain it, but it was supposed to be "quote unquote" a bonding curve. Um, and in the end, um, a lot of people lost a fuck ton of money. <laughs> That's interesting, uh, though. I mean, th- this happens on the third of May. Yeah. And yesterday, we um, well, when we did the recording for the Dutch episode, we we looked back at the Dutch chat, uh, and and that, that was on the fourth. No, yeah, we were looking at the third and fourth of May, but in the Dutch chat, nobody really was talking about Trubit. Everyone had to do with everything had to do with Doge uh, and all those meme coins. And uh, the idea there, at least, was that everything was doing fine, everything was doing great, except for Q and T. Uh, and that you had to get in on meme coins. But then reading this, this is totally different. So this is the other side, right, of meme coins. It can rock interesting, interesting, in a minute. Interesting. Yeah. But we should scroll down and see a bit. But yeah. I, because I think a year ago, we, we really had that idea. It, it, those were the days, just like I said yesterday, uh, those were the days of having Elon on um, Saturday Night Live, uh, being the Doge father. He was uh, anticipated. It was anticipated to be going live on the eleventh of May, something like that. So the price of Dogecoin was pumping. I think Doge went towards a dollar. Uh, at some point, I remember you had these headlines that Doge reached a market cap of around forty to fifty billion dollars. Well, that was unsustainable. But a lot of people were getting in on Dogecoin and all those other memes, regardless. Uh, so that was a really interesting time, but yeah, you also clearly had stuff like this with uh, true uh, rocking and people from our community losing a lot of money. Yeah. And and then the weirdest of that is, I, I know some people who were involved and they they weren't stupid; they were really smart people. So it's, yeah. it just baffles me how even the, the 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 veterans, in a way, the trading veterans, make these kind of mistakes. Oh, man, and the greed, but the pure greed. Indeed. The greed yeah. was so high. The greed was so high, and there was, and there was doubt. There was so much doubt. I, I remember saying myself to myself, and also saying out loud to my dad, this, this cannot be. This can't be possible. 
I'm going to put in another two, three K. Now this is ridiculous. This is just madness. Nothing can go up for 45 degrees for an entire day. I'm going to put in another three K for as long as it lasts. That was the sentiment. That was my thinking. And it was a very, very, very valuable lesson. And there were, and there were other people with me that said, yeah, no, this, 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 this can be right. But the longer it kept going, the more convinced we all got that, that it all must be real. Why would somebody let it go on for so long if it was a scam? Um, <laughs> well, uh, they did. And somebody cashed, uh, cashed out very well. Um, yeah, but, but did we see the same thing in September with us? Like we were going up <laughs> for days? Yeah, it's, it's kind of different, but it's the same thing still. Yeah, oh, it's interesting. Well, the, Let, let's, this this oh. chart was literally 45 degrees, and every buy. Well, you you, you saw that you saw the picture up there. I mean, I remember you told me about this before, and you also said with Tribit that it really felt like you were early. There were only like 1,500 yeah. bullets or something, yeah. so it felt like you were ex- extremely early. And yeah, it yeah. literally couldn't go tits up, and uh, it did. Okay. Um, well, yeah, for... and even after, and, and even after that, like I said, I, I eventually made my money back, even made a little bit uh, of profit. But there were other people that said, "Okay, this is going to recover. It's going to recover," <laughs> and 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 it just kept throwing money in. And I I I know for a fact some people that went well over six figures. And um, what eventually became a, a signal for me to definitely get the fuck out was when somebody from Truebit um, let us know that they weren't involved, that, that it has had nothing to do with them, and that the, the, the token price was actually, from the top of my head, 23 cents, and, 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 and that people can just buy it for 23 cents, always, if you want to use the protocol. And that means that people were buying from the website for 23 cents and they were selling on Uniswap mm-hmm. because Truebit never listed their token on Uniswap. That was the, the, that was the scam guy that did it. That, that's the narrative that I remember at least. And I was like, okay, fuck this. So if they can buy the, the, the coin for 23 cents direct, directly from the treasury and they can sell it on Uniswap for wh- whatever the price is, that's some easy fucking money. And um, that made me just go, huh? Hell no. So every time when, when, when the price went a little bit over my, um, my DCA, I just dumped tokens and just kept dumping tokens. I think now that I think of it with the gas and stuff, I probably played even. Maybe. I was just glad I got the hell out. Um, swapped yeah. it off for Q&T and... Uh, Eventually, that helped me out because I that that was that was my luck because I had a bunch of LBT, HDR, VXV, um, ZCX, and I sold all those tokens um, just about at their top, and so that that, that kind of paid for the for the Trubit adventure, <laughs> XCM as well, and 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 when I scaled out of Trubit into QNT. All those bags were gone, and that that appeared to be kind of all-time high-ish moment for for those tokens. Mm. Uh, uh, 
as far as I can remember. Um, so, which was interesting. And, and, and now I bought back a little bit of, of, of all those tokens that I just named for, for, for having some sort of, of, of moon bags. Um, but 99 point something percent quant right now. And I've never nice. been happier. Let's, let, let's keep moving through the, through the chat because everybody's obviously was safe. Mumbo is the other day through today. Here will be new one next week. No, uh, that was actually, yeah, I, I should read it how it is written. Was safe moon boys the other day through today. There will be new one next week. I, I, I can make more of it. Um, Hopefully this encourages folk to invest in real projects instead of hyped up fuckery. It's been getting plastered all over my Twitter timeline for days. Rip. Um, it's a very nice clean line. You see here a gif of somebody throwing an egg in the wind and then catching it with his face. Um, how do people have the money to buy 8K QNT and FOMO all into something like that? Um, I mean, if you buy it around 50 cents, 8K Q&D isn't that impressive. Okay. Um, yeah, so this was all about Truebit, but I think we had to roll poll bit. Yeah. And that's what you're going to share now. Yeah, this was the, the first time when we got to see this. I'm not going to play the entire thing. Okay, we're going to watch the whole thing. Yeah, so in this uh, this video, he drops Quant Network. Uh, the video is, is also here. Um, we, we, we also have seen the snippet. It's been posted today in, in, in Quant Lounge again. Um, really? Yeah, I believe it is. 
This is okay. a, pre a pretty common. Could, could also be Council or one of the oh, yeah. I mean, other quant groups I'm in. Now nah, it's one of those things that you see coming back. Ex apologies for the volume, by the way. It wasn't you. Uh, it literally was the video that wasn't uh, as loud. I turned yes. up my volume all the way up, and then Jarno started speaking. I was like, no, 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 My ears. Okay. Um, yeah, so so that also happened a year ago. Um, yeah. And I felt like the general vibe with QNT a year ago it's kind of comparable to how things are nowadays, except for the fact that the market was looking different back then. We didn't have the same macro environment. Sure, the world wasn't particularly in a better place a year ago than it is now. Uh, but we did see stocks going up and up and up and up. Um, and Q&T just stayed behind in a way. Uh, sure, crypto was volatile. Uh, but there was more positivity than there is nowadays. And, and and it's kind of different and kind of similar at the same time. I don't know. I see we, some uh, parallels. What I also see is um, Christoph, uh, white man. Um, his tweet is, this chart is screaming for a 10x. Let's see. Click. This is interesting. Looking back at TA... Yeah, we're around 50, around 50 euros, uh, dollars. What's that dollars? Yeah, quant USD. Yeah. So, so, so we, we. Can you please zoom? Yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. A 10x. So, yeah, he, he, he called for a 10x. And, um, well. That's interesting. He, <laughs> he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he, he was right. Because, because here we made. Uh, almost 10x up to 435 dollars I, I believe yeah he was right this is interesting hold on let me uh... yeah um white man ultra moon boy was being called oftentimes but he was right that that, that is special Especially if you look at the <laughs> price at the moment of the, of the screenshot, it was $39.44. It's the ultimate $40 stablecoin. And the 10x was exactly what we reached to the date of all time high. That is really interesting. I always discard TA, but sometimes it is. Granted, he has been calling for a 10x ever since. He did. He did. And eventually, he got it right. But I, I think it's interesting. Sure, and I wanted, uh, I, I wanted to give him that, so I posted it in the in the Dutch group. Um, the amount of gifts. Jesus, if you look at the right right side of your screen, I just only see gifts. Oh yeah, yeah. These, these are my gifts. Yeah, yeah, I love those. I have uh, also a special comfy meme uh, folder in my cloud. Oh dear. Uh, we're influencers now, bro. <laughs> Yeah. No, I just love my gifts. I love my gift parties. I love my guild gift parties. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just stickers. I'm, I'm scrolling now to see if there's anything more interesting. But this can go on for a couple of thousand messages. Um, I, uh, I I I agree with 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 Tim that it could be yesterday, um, where we were scrolling through. 
but this is that's funny though the sentiment always switches from very bullish to bearish to neutral and usually most days it's kind of neutral like okay we know what's going to happen um and and, and it's like 95 percent of the time the confluence has that move and then the confluence always reads the same it's basically always the same story the same narrative new people coming in explaining to them what QT is explaining the partners to them the team etc etc and it's always was read similarly yeah but it's kind of the job isn't it i mean we're 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 a pretty established community we have a pretty pretty strong pretty strong core uh, community uh, we talked about this uh, jeff being uh, arguably the the heart of it um mm-hmm. together with the with the pulled and, uh, and, uh, and many of the other og admins <clears throat> But people come and go, and um, there, yeah. there's, there's, thank God, always new people coming into Q&T. And the upcoming years, man, the upcoming years are going to be um, very, very likely going to be like uh, August, September last year, um, where like everybody's mom and a dog want to buy Q&T. And come into Comfy Lounge and scream for why pump when moon, um, yeah. why why this token? Uh, That's the yeah. thing, right? When the price action actually ha- hits, it goes so fast. Yeah, it, it literally goes so fast. We we can suddenly move out of nowhere, and then everyone starts believing in it again, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I mean those crazy guys calling for all this, they were right," and then everyone starts buying. Okay, so. We've been talking about this for 20 minutes now. Hey, you want to move on? Yeah, I think that was kind of the general vibe last year. People trading shit coins, people getting wrecked. People getting bored. That was the problem. Yeah, Yeah, people were bored. And and that's that's the final point I want to make about this is you need to remember in April 2021, we had this euphoria moment in the market. I think in the second week of April, Bitcoin topped. At 60k, I think, in dollars, so it's like 50,000 euro. And Ethereum went to like 4k or something. It oh, you, you can also look at the chart. Confi Lounge 2685 members. Nice, that, that's more than double because right now Confi Lounge is 5741 5, no. and nah. 520 online. A- anyway, so the point I wanted to make. Is a couple of weeks before that we, we topped, then the market kind of slumped back. We were kind of in that, well, the time after it, like two weeks later, early early May. We did see the meme coins pump because while well, Elon was going on Saturday Night Live. And then after that, after that was a fiasco, and uh, Elon started twittering again about Tesla not accepting Bitcoin and stuff, the market just tanked. We had this this crash. I think it was one of the worst crashes of Bitcoin ever. We'll move to that in a couple of weeks, but it's interesting. Next topic, you know, where shall we move? Yeah. Let me let me see. Where are we now? Yeah. Let's uh, let's go to the Lord Quantonian Tractoria Langhold. Sure. Ultra Quamfi. Big backs 30k. Yeah. It reads this space needs to focus more on what matters. Self-sovereign identity, 
zero knowledge proofs. You need to support this. It's the exact reason we are here. Or do you want the FANG to own your data still? The FANG stands for Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Um, health credentials, identity credentials, bank credentials. Wake up. Next tweet reads, this diagram should show you that the bank issues your card. You will hold that card. You use it to verify payments at merchants, which verifies with your bank, and you purchase something. The governance framework and rails, MasterCard. So what you see here is an image. Um, it's it's, 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 it's kind of like two triangles. Um, you see the bank, you see a credit card and an arrow, then you see the card holder, then you see a, 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 a pin terminal, and then you see the merchant. Uh, in the center, you see trust with a dotted line and an arrow. And you see a dotted line arrow from merchant going to MasterCard at the bottom and then going up to the beginning again, where it reads bank. I know this is very confusing, but I'm really trying. Um, and this simulates the, the trust triangle, if I remember correctly. Um, now think about identity. Your government body for transport issues your driver's license. You hold that on a card. You use it to verify at required service points, physical or digital, nationally accepted and digitally verified. Government governance models. So it's kind of the same uh, schematic, but this time with, uh, with a driver's license. Um, look up the tweet and, um, and, and, and look at the image. Give me two seconds. I'll take it over. Uh, it means that so we're going through the through the thread here. Oh, your nose back already. Yeah, uh, back. Baby phone was still on, so you are gonna hear a crying baby in a minute, which is gonna be very annoying. Um, yes. So this is kind of the same graphics with the Mastercard one. Um, not gonna explain this all again. The next tweet reads: um, We have ease of use of single sign-ons and trusting. Fangs centralized holding of our data to make our lives easier. You use it every day, probably giving up all your credentials unknown already are used or exposed. Um, shows graph top. You see you, the user single sign on reads at the top. Um, you use single sign on and you sign on to uh, many different apps. And that was where it gets interesting. Uh, because self-sovereign identity allows you to hold verified issuance of DIDs. So that's digital IDs, aka the driver's license. This allows your, it allows your attestation of your verifiable credentials that you hold. You don't need to surrender all your data from name to where you were born to use a service one time. Okay, so what he's on about is um, right now we choose to accept cookies. We choose to accept um, all our data to be stored at the institutions or the locations where we um, shop or where we use their services. And, and they have access to everything. They have access to everything and to anything that you share with them and maybe even stuff you aren't even aware you're sharing. Like for instance, your location uh, or your browsing history. Um, 
you think, oh, cookies, yummy, yummy. Um, but cookies are not necessarily yummy, yummy, yummy. They can also be very, very nasty. And you can give them all sorts of permissions that you're not aware of, especially if servers are not located in a country where you live. I know there's a huge discrepancy between the EU and the US with the GDPR and, and whatever the US does um, to, quote unquote, protect their citizens. Um, my favorite example was Lolly. I did some research to Lolly when I worked at Backify. And uh, mm -hmm. there's a reason Lolly is only offering their Bitcoin cashback services in the United States. It's because in the United States, they can use all the data of their users in whichever way they see fit. And if they want to do the same with the EU, it simply cannot because we are protected in a different way. Other example of this is Facebook has all their servers um, with data on the US side of things. Um, the EU wants all the EU data to be stored in the EU. So they are compliant with GDPR. Um, that was a thing as well. That alone should uh, raise some alarms. And this is obviously a very big picture to comprehend. Mm -hmm. But with self-sovereign identity, you are the owner of your credentials. You own it. You decide what you want to share, um, with whom, and for how long. And... Um, that means that you do not um, store your identity, your date of birth, and all those things on 20 different locations if you visit 20 different websites. Um, you will simply have one digital uh, ID, and, and you can choose which entity sees what and for how long. Um, obviously, this is all still very much in the making, and just like with CBDCs, um, everything is possible, so it can go both ways. But uh, in my opinion, narrative is skewing more towards the privacy end of things. Um, I have some some thread later uh, from what Ultra Quamfi also shared in the Quamfi Lounge to back up the statement that I just made because I know there's a lot of aluminium foil hat people listening and watching within the crypto sphere. Mm. Um, but this is really serious. This is this is serious stuff. Um, everything you share, that is their revenue model. If something is free, then you're the product. You choose to give them information about yourself um, so they can target their marketing arrows and their products at you and your family. Um, and with SSID, that will become different and it will also have more potential. He'll uh, explain more on that in a bit. Just like the Quamfi show is free because we get you to buy some sweet and juicy Q&T. Nasty influencers with their hidden agendas. <laughs> okay, so um, this is what Web3 is for. The abilities of zero-knowledge proofs. Trust in a network, trustless trusts, ownership of your own keys and your own data. Will everything be a 100% decentralized environment? No, but it's a hell of a lot better than Fang. Where the real yeah. juice comes in is where you are able to monetize your data credentials. There are, there are simple questions. Do you want Google to own your bank credentials, health credentials, identity credentials, and all your public data? There's an opportunity of a lifetime here. Look at your traffic application, probably Google Maps. 
millions of devices surrender data to Google for their applications and their benefit and monetization. The economy of Web3 is data is capital. We need to stop surrendering our most important assets, our own data. Um, and this is indeed interesting. And we talked about this on the Moby uh, episode. Can you, can you make a note that we add the Moby episode somewhere in the interparts? Sure. Um, <clears throat> because in the Moby episode, we talked about how, how, how everything is data, how Overledger thrives when there's a lot of data uh, being sent left and right. Um, and that that needs to be secure and it needs to be decentralized and all that, all that good stuff. Um, but it means that we generate that data. And right now, how the world currently works is you and I don't earn shit on our data. We, we create this comfy show. Somebody else uh, makes money on it. Yeah. We, we don't get paid. I need to get paid, brother. No. Um, and, 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 and the same is when you're using your car. You use Google Maps, you drive from A to B, and in the end, they ask, how did we do? And you give them a big fat thumbs up. So they have instant feedback on your perception of their navigation software. So you're using their software. You're telling them where you're going. You're telling them how long you, it took you to get there. You also are telling them where you made a stop to get refreshments, take a piss, take a shit, maybe even charge your car. And in the end, you're going to tell them if you were happy or not. And if you were not happy, then Tim's going to get a different route next time because I didn't stop at, at a certain gas station. Um, and so, so Tim's going to get either the same route or a different route. And if he is happy, and, 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 and Tim is, in this case, uh, a synonym for, 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 for like 10,000 people, because that's how big their sample size is. And 10,000 people say, oh, yeah, I'm happy now. Okay, that everybody needs to go through that gas station, even if it is 30 seconds longer. Mm -hmm. And that's how you make money. And, and we you also make traveling a lot more convenient. I mean, those modern means of navigation are brilliant. They, they have so much data to analyze that it's, it is... It baffles me how accurate it is. It's perfect. Because it, it because also starts predicting your own... That, that's the most fascinating thing about Google. Uh, they, they also analyze the way you drive. Yeah. So they know how fast you're going. They, they even know if you're literally following the speed limits or that you always go a bit faster on a certain point. They, they know it. But I'm not getting paid for doing their work. No. And that's the point. And that's the problem. Because if, if you're going to go with SSID, you're going to have uh, and my brain just went to poop. <laughs> okay, you're going to have control over your data. That's the idea. So what you can do is you're going to say, okay, Google, I can, I'm going to use your app. I'm willing to do that. And, 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 and I'm willing to share with you how long I, I, it took me to drive from, from, from this to there. But I don't want you to know X, Y, and Z. And I want you to mm -hmm. pay me that, that, that for, for that data. And that makes everything um, a lot more fair. And if Google says, yeah, well, no, I'm not going to pay you for that. Then there's maybe some other um, like ways. And they're willing to pay because they want to grow. And that just levels the playing field. 
and uh, and that, that gives people more options and it gives people more choice and it gives people actually um more insights into what they share um and and, and why because trust me most of you guys have no clue what you're sharing same goes for me i'm 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 i'm, I'm not a whiz either um but it's it's as terrible. long as you know that you share the quantum show every uh Wednesday and uh, Friday, you should be fine. Ex- example, let's look move at, on through the no, 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 hold on. Uh, example, no. look at your MetaMask. If you have MetaMask in your browser, look at MetaMask and look at how many websites you have still, you still have the permissions open. How many web addresses is your MetaMask linked to and how many of those addresses have actually um, pretty extensive permissions? Go, 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 go look at that. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. Um, okay. So uh, let's move on to the shilly bit of this, uh, this, uh, this tweet storm. Um, there may be many initiatives, but I follow check, check D who are doing great things. If you're not supporting this kind of movement, I'm not sure you understand the potential shift of this technology. And it's going to happen regardless. Banks don't care if you use Fang or not. There are two critical necessities in this new space. One is interoperability. The second is SSI. So that's the self-sovereign identity. And they're coming for globally adopted standards. There are people tirelessly providing major research on these topics. I don't get enough engagement to spend my time doing it. If you don't know what Quant and Checked are doing, then you need to do some serious thinking about what you're doing in this space. Yeah. Collaboration and co-petition is a must. The future needs to have scalability, survivability, portability, interoperability, and the technologies are there and they need to be enabled to allow choice. A uh, bunch of cash tags, hashtags, and uh, amazing thread, I think. Um, yeah, and it's a bit undervalued, I think, on Twitter. How, how, what is the engagement? Can you scroll up? I mean... Is this a top tweet? Yeah. Oh wow! It only has twelve likes. May third, so it's it's a day old. But and the Quanfi show just shared it, so it's going to explode. <laughs> uh, of course, yeah, we just covered it. We even covered it in, in Dutch. So yeah, we did. hey, that's my uh, that was uh, you just saw my own meme in the in the lounge. Anyway, yeah, right. amazing thread. Uh, back on uh, back on topic. Yeah. Amazing threat, and I think it's one of those developments that we will see unravel in the coming years. Um, and, and just keep an eye on it. it, it it's really interesting. I think people should be paying attention. Yeah, and on that on that subject, I, I was looking. Um, whenever I leave the house, I only carry this. I carry my mobile phone. Um, mm-hmm. I do not carry an ATM card. I do not carry my driver's license. I do not carry a passport. Um, I, I, I don't care. Uh, I, 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 I don't want to wear a wallet. I never use cash. I, I pay with my phone. I do practically everything with my phone. And if the cops pull me over and I need a driver's license, I'll just say, yeah, sorry, don't have it. And um, if they want to find me, I'll pay the fine. It's not ideal. And um, same goes for passport. Passport is like a big floppy thing. Um, it, it, it's annoying. I don't want to wear it. So I was looking up the possibility to get a digital ID already. Mm-hmm. It's not there yet, 
But in the Netherlands, there has been a trial going on ever since 2016. I believe I shared that with you like, like a while back. I, I don't have that specific information here. So in Dutch, uh, regardless. So um, it would be interesting translating Dutch to English. Usually I'm doing it the other way around. Yeah, that's um, going to be fun. Yeah. No, but it, it's, a, it's a project going on for a while in the Netherlands. Um, and, 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 and they are now in phase three testing, I believe. Um, at a I digital... think so. Yeah. At, at the same time. I mean, I was just thinking about translating Dutch to English. There, we, are, uh, we are qualified for doing that. It's rare. Very rare. No. But, but the digital IDs, um, that's, that's going to be the next thing. Um, and especially with the convenience of a phone, I mean, battery life is acceptable. So the chance that the thing dies is, is, is slow. And when it dies, you can plug it into a fast charger and you'll have readable data in five minutes because then you can just boot it up and, and, and it will work. So you're not very likely to get into trouble unless you fucking break it. But how often does that happen? First generation phones broke away more than, than they do now. But you, you still can't get cash um, with, with a phone, which, which kind of sucks. And I'm at, at ING Bank and I, I send them an email. I'm like, okay, guys, you had um, an NFC payments, so you can just pay with your phone eight years ago. I started paying with my phone eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when will it be, I be able to just withdraw money from a cash machine with my phone? Why isn't that possible? And then I said, yeah, it is possible, but only when you lost your card. Like, okay. So, so, so that's kind of stupid. And, and I knew that that was a possibility because there was an option on the ATM um, to withdraw money without the ATM card. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, how's that going to work? So I contacted their chat. She's like, yeah, um, only when you lose your card, we can give you permission and you're going to get a code and you can um, type in that code. You're going to get a QR, you can scan the QR and then you're going to get money from the ATM for, for emergency use. I'm like, okay, you guys are always front running every form of tech in the Netherlands. Why don't you have just the simple scan the phone and you can withdraw up to 100 euros in cash. I mean, it works in it works in stores, it works in gas stations. You can pay wireless everywhere. If if you want to, to, to park, you even need an app. You can't even use cash anymore in most places. Why can, you... Yeah, that can. I mean, you made this point earlier, and then you said that it's a business model for them to keep the cards. Yeah. On the other, on the, on the other hand, you can also just charge people for using their phone. You can just. Hey, they already do. I'm paying yeah. four and a half, no, five euros a month yeah. for, for using their service. And they're not even giving me a goddamn interest. They have 0.1%. And if I have more than 100K euros in my account, which I obviously don't, um, but then I have to pay them for holding my money so they can lend it out to other people for an even higher interest rate, which is fucking bonkers. And then I wanted yep. to get money like two weeks ago and the freaking ATM machine was empty. Oh, nice. Could only get a tenner. What, what, what's that? It's, oh, don't get me started. You, you can also hold all quant and lose your money. So <laughs> You just said we were pimping. Yeah, <laughs> month over month. I mean, okay, this no. is going so, uh, so, okay. going nowhere. So, 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 yeah, it, it, it is going somewhere. So yeah. there, there's a trial going on, and we already have, and I'm going to show this really quick. You, you see this? This is... Uh, DigiDay, mm-hmm. that's the digital ID. This is already a thing in the Netherlands. 
everybody has a, a, a DigiD. And what it does is it lets you, lets you access everything that is government related, healthcare related, et cetera. So um, it's, it's like a 2FA kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and everybody has it. Makes doing business with, um, with the government, uh, with, with municipals or whatever, really easy. You can just log in, you can make an appointment, and everything is verified. Um, yeah. Even, you can't even really access government websites without your uh, DigiD. So. No, if you want to do your taxes, you need DigiD. If you want to do your healthcare stuff, you need DigiD. Um, if you want to do stuff, um, as, as some of us said with mortgages, I believe, you can even log in uh, with, with DigiD. So there's already something building there. And what they now also have is that digital passport. Unfortunately, it's not a public beta yet. Um, mm. So I, I couldn't get my digital passport, which I really, really liked. But I couldn't. Um, regardless, we're, we're, we're moving on to this... Uh, Martin Hargreaves. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got um, Telegram open right here, and um, there said, there's, "There's Martin. Martin is about to get eaten by this woman now. Um, she's the sister of the biz. No, I, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I just can't help myself. Um, but this is going to be interesting. Just, just, just listen and uh, I'll with a lot turn of audio on. Ahead, what do you think the future holds? That's a great question. So I mean, I can't, we work with a lot of very future-facing projects, um, and uh, there's a lot of payment rails out there at the moment. I was asked earlier, you know, is, is blockchain going to replace all of these payment rails? And the answer, I, I don't think it will. What we do see, though, is it's not just a payment rail. So in the future, um, actually, you get these infrastructures that are being built out by regions. So South and Latin America is building one. Europe is building one for their governments. China is building one, and national infrastructures, and those support government services, they support um, government identity, they support customs declarations, uh, they support a wide variety of things, and they're increasingly supporting payments. Um, at the other end, on the commercial end, we are working with a number of business-to-business -business networks, logistics-type networks, and they are issuing their own private money on those networks for trade finance and for a whole range of different things, and I can see these infrastructures are kind of encroaching on what payments do. So I, I think as we go further into the future, I will, we'll lose the distinction between, oh, this is a B2B network, this is a payments network, this is something else. The power that we have with the blockchain networks is you can more or less do anything with them. So rather than um, have to create a new network for a new payment instrument, so we had BAX, we wanted a faster payment. We couldn't do that with BAX, we had to build faster payments. Then everybody had to sign up to faster payments, now we've got two systems. Where you've got um, a more flexible network, like a blockchain network or any of the kind of the more modern ones, you can create new payment instruments, you can create new applications without having to rebuild the whole network each time. So it would make sense that you would layer on more things. So you'll have identity and you'll have trade and you'll have cross-border on the wider ones. And those sorts of things, I think, will integrate with existing payment rails. And then we'll see over time whether they start to displace them or whether they live in coexistence. Yeah. So what's really interesting to me is when I saw this, I was like, okay, um, he, he doesn't strike me as if he is actually making shit up. <laughs> it, no, it, it, he's it, not. It, yeah, it, it, it doesn't strike me as he, he's using his imagination um, to, to construct the narrative that, that he is uh, um, having. And, 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 and what's interesting is, is he's talking 
a lot about identity. It begins and ends there. Um, that, that that's the problem to solve right now, and 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 blockchains can just do about anything. What do you want to say, Tim? I didn't. I just wanted to apologize. If that woman ever listens, what? or shenanigans? No, or shenanigans in between, getting eaten and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well. Let's, uh... Okay, let's not go there. Um, no, but seriously, I mean, if when Martin talks, um, yeah, I don't feel like he is making stuff up. Is he? he is saying things. He's dropping those Easter eggs. <laughs> nah, he's probably not dropping the Easter eggs, but he's just talking about his day-to-day work environment, and he just sees this and then tells us. So pay attention, people, because this is going on. Yeah. And, and 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 like he says, it's like a layer cake, and you can just you could just add stuff to it, and especially if the interoperability is there. Um, and I, I I thought in this clip maybe maybe I missed it because I zoned out, but um, there, there, there's there's also a fragment of him talking about how important identity is, and 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 being able to 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 trust or to not trust, to still have trust. Um, and, and, and that kind of go, goes hand in hand with what we're talking about here. Um, the, the, the FC side of things, um, is, is, is this here? This, no, there, there was this graph that we shared and we talked about this with Boss as well. Um, mm-hmm. Lackchain and FC are gonna be public permissioned. And that's kind of, Kind of like, uh, sorry guys, I st- I'm still have a cold and I have this um, mucus going on. So sometimes I just stop talking, flip up my mic, need to cough, otherwise I'm going to sound like a crazy frog. Um, so yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the coffee show. <laughs> um, <laughs> my God. Um, where, where was that? Oh yeah. Um, Public permissioned. So, so, so that's kind of like our our our, our DigiD example. So everybody can join. Everybody is encouraged to join. Everybody can use the network, but 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 you cannot just use it. You, you you need to make yourself known to a degree. So there is a degree of centralization, and there the, the, and there is trust. Um. And, and that requires to a degree. Um, so at, at least a digital form of, of, of identification or, mm-hmm. or self-sovereign identity. So for instance, we have our social security number in the Netherlands, and that's like the foundation for your identity within our government. Um, so whenever you want to get uh, a, a DigiD, um, y- you're going to need your BSN. Uh, that's what it's called in the, in the Dutch Burger Service number which is like a social security number. Um, and, and, and then you can get the code. So you can ask that on their website and, and then you go through the mailing system. So they send it to your address. You need to have an address first. And that's how they verify if you live there because you need to be uh, signed in in the, in the city where you live. So I live in Rotterdam. I need to be signed in here. So they have documentation of my name, my identity, because I needed to identify myself when I signed in. So, so, so they know who I am. So my DigiD is also 
secure it and verify that it, that it fits with me. You have to go through that once. And from then on, that is trusted and you can use the network. Um, and, and I can just sign in with 2FA with my phone every time I want to use this. Um, in the future, potentially, um, you're going to have this with EPSI. I'm pretty sure that we're going to get EPSI. I'm also pretty sure uh, by the times that Gilbert and, and Martin and Luke name dropped EPSI, um, the, the quants involved in EPSI. This is speculation on my end, um, but, but, but there's no doubt in my mind. Um, and that means that you can just log into that network and you can there just check box what, what, whatever service you want to use. It's the same with our DigiD. You can, you can just check box from, from which city you want updates. You can check box from, 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 uh, with what entities you want to um, engage using that. Um, mm -hmm. And to a degree, you can probably um, select what, what, what they can see and whatnot. In the future, you can do that for sure. So if you're going to be in contact with a hospital, in, and I'm using Turkey all the time because I once was in Turkey. I need to make use <laughs> sure, of it. Sure, it's a bit of a traumatic experience. <laughs> well, I, need, I, I, I needed to use that, that for, for, for my wife back then. And it was yeah. a pretty, pretty big shit show because they actually grabbed my passport and, uh, and her passport. And we needed to pay first. And there was no ATM. And there was, it was like 2004. So that was all a little bit different. Um, but it was shit. It was fucking yeah. shit. And I felt a prisoner and I felt like a criminal. And um, I mean, could it happen in Africa and any country? Mm -hmm. Does it happen in Turkey? Um, but it's um, it, it's a thing. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in the future with the EPSI example, you can just choose whatever you want to share. And that also means that you have access to your own medical information, blah, blah, blah. I am repeating myself compared to other no, episodes. It's fine. Yeah, so <laughs> what do we see here? And we yeah, see this... Uh, again, yeah. you, you see the trust triangle. So the you trust see... Trust triangle, yeah. Yeah, self-sovereign identity. You see the holder, the issuer, and the verifier. That's what it's all about. So the holder will be me in this case. The issuer in, in the Turkey example, right? Um, and not the Turkey as in... But as in the country... <laughs> I knew this would get Tim. I love oh, it. No. We can make a soundboard. <laughs> uh, I should just have this Elgato soundboard next to me. I can just put on that's going to that's going to happen at some point. <laughs> that is literally going to there, there is going to be one listener who is going to edit all that stuff out and is going to send it to me and I'll have an Elgato soundboard that I can just put in. Okay, are you done? I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so we got the holder the issuer and the verifier i am the holder in this case my hair is just a little bit shorter um you got the issuer which is the government and then you got the verifier in this case this is the hospital um or you can use the cops and and me and and the government as well uh in, in the case of a driver's license maybe that's a more uh, vivid example um, so the issuer digitally signs at the stations, packages and gives credit to the holder. They issue the, you know, I'll use the mouse. They issue the document to the holder and the holder can present the document to the verifier. So in this case, I was uh, 
taking a right turn where I shouldn't and the police wants to see my driver's license. So I tell them I don't have my driver's license on me because I don't like carrying a wallet. So then we need to go to my home and then, well, but in this case, I do have it on me. Otherwise, this story is going to be very long. Um, we present the, the driver's license to the verifier and the verifier then uh, requests proof, verifies that the issuer uh, satisfies the requirements. So he says, okay, oh yeah, indeed, you have a driving license, driver's license, you can drive a car. Um, next time, uh, use your indicator and go left instead of right here. Um, and then everything is fine. Um, and, 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 and that's kind of how it goes. Um, drivers for decentralized identity, it reads on the right. Governments want to put citizens in control of their own data. Data breaches show pitfalls of centralized ID systems. GDPR regulations are a driver to gather less customer data. Internet of Things means billions of objects need an identity. Blockchain technology provides a basis for true self-sovereign identity using DIDs, so that's digital IDs, and verifiable credentials. Um, <clears throat> So what's, what, what's interesting, what I forgot on this triangle is the bottom leg in between the issuer and the verifier. It, it, it states write the verifiable data registry and, and read. And I think this arrow might be the wrong way because the verifier should be able to read this or is that, what do you think, Tim? Or am I fucking this up now? Uh, I have no clue. I zoned out. Uh, I, okay. I didn't pay attention to those kind of details, but I think it's kind of, Okay. shows how such a structure works yeah how exactly that will translate into reality we'll have to see but yeah and and, and this is an example from the NEN and that's uh Netherlands something I'll, I'll google that for yeah. you yeah um and, and here it reads this is the next slide the Dutch trust network SSI infrastructure for the Netherlands um building towards production consortium of DBC TNO Ledger, Leopard, Rhinus Foundation, IBM, Spherion, and Equinix. Test network based on Hyperledger Indy and DIT standards compliant with GDPR. Do you know what it stands for? Sorry. Can I interrupt yeah, no. you or not? Uh, yeah, I, I know, but I forgot. Oh, okay. No, uh, it's... Um, okay, so it translates... In Dutch, it's the... Stichting Koninklijk Nederlands Normalisatie Instituut. So, so in English, that would be the foundation, the Royal Foundation yeah. of the Dutch Normalization Institute. So, like the it's like a Dutch standards board, a standards yeah. committee. Yeah, the NEN. Yeah, that pushes for standard standardization. Yeah, so it's kind of like the Dutch ISO thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ambition and roadmap: onboarding, launching. Customers, healthcare, work and income, financial interoperability with FC, ID, Union, Findi, Sovereign, Standardized Wallet, APIs, Connect to International Use Cases, EIDAS, and Connect to Legacy, Connect to Legacy, Connect to Legacy Infrastructure. Example given, Government EID. And that's what I was talking about, the EID. Is the electronic ID or is it e-passport for mm -hmm. electronic? Which is really interesting. Legacy infrastructure, um, EPSI, wallet APIs. Um, okay, what you see here 
is a technical, technical committees and working groups. Blockchain and distributed literature technologies. Delegates of each national standards body, NSB, participate in various working groups in technical committee 307, blockchain and DLT. And technical committee 307 is also known as TC 307. And oh, I just broke my pen. Um, and we all know <laughs> who the founder of that technical committee is. Co-founder. Co-founder. Dutch organizations can participate via NEN. Find your national standards body, NSB, and that's most probably a hyperlink that I cannot use. Um, and what you see here is a graph, and it's, it's, it's four bubbles. It's a big bubble in the middle, which reads ISO TC307. Um, it, it, it has a bunch of bubbles with abbreviations in it, reading WG124 and then WGN. N. And it, it reaches out to NSB, hashtag N, NSB, hashtag 1, NSB, hashtag 2. And I have no clue what that means. So basically, it means that each working group of TC307 is yeah. uh, constitutes of those uh, members of those national standard bodies. So, for example, working group one can exist uh, from members from all those national standard bodies. So, yeah. name any country, they together form a working group, which, if you take all these working groups together, they form uh, TC307. Thanks. He's my performo IQ. <laughs> no, I'm just never a mind. Okay. What you see here is the SSI translation service, alternative approach to SSI interoperability. What you see in the top left is um, network connections, and you can see that when there are two nodes, there's one connection. When there are three nodes, there are three connections. When there's four nodes, there are six connections. And when there are five nodes, there are 10 connections. And that's kind of like Metcalf's law in a way. Or it is Metcalf's law, or is it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and in this case, you see a pentagram. So we're actually Satanists. So everybody was uh, right. I mean, oh. it, it doesn't necessarily have to be Metcalf's law, but it can be any yeah. other network. It's just about network effects. And which one? I don't know. But... I think Tokenizer and um, uh, Greg Lund actually talks about network effects in in their podcast. I'm not sure. I, I think they did. So check yeah. out that. Yeah, they did. We should put it up sometime. Yeah. Um, for, for instance, what you see here. Uh, oh, shit. Fat fingers. Oh. I have such a complex mouse that whenever I spasm out, then it does something like that. So we see Albert Heijn here. Albert Heijn is like a, a very big supermarket. Also a guy on Telegram. It's also a guy on Telegram. Um, and, and you see that they're connected to Irma, Hyperledger Indie, a logo I don't know, Data Keeper and Epsi. And Hyperledger Indie is then connected to the, the city of The Hague and um, the, yeah, the, the municipal of Groningen. Mm -hmm. did, did that hurt your ears? Groningen? Groningen. Groningen. No, it didn't hurt my ears because I went for Scheveningse schooltjes. Mm, nice. Um, so, and uh, what you see here is uh, PayPal of SSI. So the PayPal self-sovereign identity. You see the, the self-sovereign identity provider here. To the left, you see Albert Heijn. And to the right, you see the Gemeente Groningen and uh, the city of Den Haag, of The Hague. And underneath, you see how they connect to um, all the other names that I just 
set. So that's Irma, Unknown, Hyperledger, Indie, Epsi, and Datakeeper. Um, and what they've written here is, one, SSI as a service for issuers and verifiers to not have to do the heavy lifting themselves. Sounds, uh, sounds very Gilbertism-y. Mm-hmm. Users choose their own wallet apps with the look and feel they recognize, level playing field, and no vendor lock-in for wallet app providers. Gilbertism, if I ever heard it, and paper transaction business model. Um, I think this is uh, pretty interesting stuff. Um, lessons learned on interoperability is the next slide. It reads W3C standards, but in practice challenges due to varying DIT models. Interoperability is as much or more about legal and business governance as about tech. Start small, Dutch focus, but aim for a network of networks. (coughs) Still many opportunities for international standardization and cooperation. In the end, customer experience is what's most important. Interoperability can be a necessity for that this um, could literally be the comfy show like start small dutch focus that's how we started customer experience we care about their listeners uh, is this the comfy show a couple of names we see here um opportunities in international standardization cooperation or guests <laughs> sorry i love it um but you see uh, tno that's like uh, our, the, the, the Dutch MIT in a way. Uh, ING, Disme, uh, Archipels, Sovereign, Identity for All, Alastria. Alastria, I know that. Where do we know? It? It's terrible. We even looked it up once before, and you're going to look it up again. And <laughs> the Dutch Trust oh, Network, Spherity. Oh, the... shit, here we go again. <laughs> Fuck. When brain. Um, the next slide. The world of standardization, blockchain and distributed ledger technologies. The Netherlands, the NEN Standards Committee, collaboration with Dutch Blockchain Coalition. Europe has the CEN, CLC, JTC19. And the world is ISO TC307. Um, and as you can see, the dot, the orange dot on the screen here is bigger than the entirety of the Netherlands. But they probably couldn't make the dot any smaller, otherwise people wouldn't see it. So now you know how small the Netherlands is. Um, and the CEN covers the blue squ- uh, circle and the black square is covered by ISO. Oh, it's just some kind of blockchain network. So Alastria yeah. offers you a public permissions blockchain. Yeah. And it's from Spain. Oh, yeah, that, well, that's it. That's it. And we, we, we know, well, we know, we know, we know. We need to make a note of this because Quant has been involved according to council with project Alastria. It, it has kind of like the same cult status in, in, in the Quamfi community as the product Helvetia, um, cool. project Jura and, and all those other projects of which we're pretty damn sure that Gilbert's involved. Um, what you see here, blockchain standardization initiatives, bunch of terminology. Um, the word interoperability is there. Uh, pause the content. video. Okay, what? pause the video and read it. <laughs> I, no. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For for the for the viewers. Yeah. Sorry. I yeah. was like, what? I was always always pausing the video. 
Oh, Zo. Ja, de Dutch Standard Committee, Join the Conversation, um, Network Access to International Networks, Blockchain Experts, Influence, Knowledge and Consensus Building. And this is kind of like the last shill sheet. Jeez. Um, pretty interesting. I think. Uh, Definitely. Um. Gilbert, Gilbert also had a connection with the Netherlands. Because when he was in Maine, he said hi to Bart in Dutch or something. I don't know. I can't remember that. Bart Korteraai, he said something yeah? to him. Really? In Dutch. And he to said, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Bart- I'm, I'm still looking forward to the 1K barbecue. Definitely. 1K Euro, right? For the for the Dutch group. Yeah, I need to I need to do a booking for Witte Chalo. <laughs> for the yeah. Stevie Popping House. I'm like, hi. Oh, sorry, we're, we're drifting off. We're drifting off. But I think uh, Gil has been talking in Amsterdam quite a, quite a couple of times. I think Cibos yeah. 2019 was in Amsterdam, 2018, something like that. So, um, yeah, there are some Dutch connections. Interesting. Interesting. Same stuff that we just read. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's too Gilbertism y for for me to ignore um but yeah. it might just be my my super bullish bias um this this i did not find as you can <laughs> see uh forwarded from quant is future um and it was i, I believe threaded by ultra comfy um in the, in, in the comfy lounge very well be yeah. yeah um thanks at least for this contribution i didn't i didn't know i mean i, I did know but i never paid attention to it so it's great that we dig it up dig it up sometimes and just look at what's going on uh, and look into one of those verticals every now and yeah, then. Yeah, because w- one of the biggest problems that, that, that we have to solve right now, that's what Martin said in the video that I obviously didn't link for some stupid reason, is is we need to solve identity. And um, and, and that's the biggest hurdle right now. And, and, and with identity also comes the word privacy. Mm-hmm. And and that's where where everybody that has no goddamn clue of what's going on in the world starts to starts to scream bloody murder because everybody has the illusion that they have privacy right now. Um, but what they fail to see is that it is quite the opposite. I mean, everybody that has an online presence has virtually no privacy. That's that's why we're using VPNs. That's why we're using pseudonyms. Everywhere we go, that's why everybody is is, is behind uh, an, an avatar and um, and a silly ass nickname or a board age yacht club ape. Yeah, or Eden or Eden Hort. God knows what what am I? What am I? I'm a I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a blue dude. Um, is so, this and, a sponsored? No. In that case. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. We we Tesla, should Tesla Tesla no man no man we can't get sponsored with my dirty oh, fucking potty mouth <laughs> yeah. we'll get demonetized straight from the get go now um but it's it, it, trust is a problem and 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 people saying people thinking that it's gonna get worse than the current internet mm-hmm. you should just just get the fuck out just sell everything because if if you think it's gonna get worse from what it is right now that either you don't know how terrible trust is at the moment 
but since you're using an avatar and not your real name, I think you know. Um, and if you think it's going to get worse in the future, why, why are you still here? Yeah. Um, and, and that was also an argument I was making in the confidence today. Um, it's, it's not all doom and gloom. And I'm not going to start the CBDC discussion because Tim will have a seizure. But <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll just refill my, my glass of water in that case and just make you ramble in for 10 minutes to our viewers. No, no, no. But, but it's, 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 it, 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 it's always the discussion. This time it was Joe Rogan again, who had somebody screaming that, that, that it's all going to be terrible and, 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 and it's all going to be, um, no a, a fewer or less privacy than we have right now ah uh, um, yeah so first you need the spotify account to listen to spotify and a centralized service to listen to joe rogan ah <laughs> uh, yeah and then it's, it's somehow and probably you also logged in through your google account which has a single sign-on so then google already has your ah yeah yeah that makes perfect sense i think like 80 or 90 percent of the internet is com- controlled by a couple of companies so it can't cut, get much worse than it is right now not that i really care about it uh, but if you care and you claim that it's going to be worse in the future, you, you have no clue what's going on. I love Santiago. I, f- I follow Santiago and there was this guy, Santiago made a post about self-servant identity or, <clears throat> or CBCs, I don't know. And there was this guy and it said, yeah, and I'm never going to do anything with the digital ID, blah, blah, blah. And uh, <laughs> it was it was a full tweet with, with, with talking smack. And, and and Santiago just responded with, says the guy with the white Twitter checkmark. <laughs> Meaning that you're verified and blah, blah, blah. I will never share with centralized. Well, God knows what. Um, and Santiago has more often than, than not those types of remarks to people just calling them out. Okay, yeah. You doing? It's just uh, really interesting. Um, okay. I think another topic we need to address is the new Quant website. I mean, we we already kind of addressed it last Mm. week. We actually spent a lot of time on it. Uh, But I want to address the latest tweets. Yeah, do it. uh, Which was from last Monday, if I recall correctly. And I just want to speculate a little bit because speculation is what we do and uh, makes us feel good, I guess. Uh, So good! So good! Do I do I share my screen? Uh, it means I'm writing where we are in the episodes. Are you going to look it up? What? Oh. <laughs> what were you doing? Uh, I mean, uh, am I going to look look it up, or are you going to look it up? Because it's literally on the Quant Twitter page, so I think you can find it. Who are you doing? What's this? It means I'm. I, like, I, I was I was dancing. Okay. We we can't do music because then we get copyrighted again. <laughs> Well, not if you keep it under 43 seconds, I believe. No, I can put on elevator music while you wait. No, That's pretty don't. good for shenanigans. Uh, mm. Wait. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Quartz, the future of finance today. Let's see. Overlap 225 provides support for Polkadot mainnet through new standardized APIs. No, 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 no. Oh, oh uh, a digital currency must replicate the best qualities. Oh, I'm waiting for you. And turn it off. <laughs> oh, we made it. 
Counting down to the new Quant website. Our new website will explore how the future of finance will be built on blockchain. Leave us your email address to be sure you're one of the first to know when it's live. Hashtag the future of finance today. Submit here. Was this nice. the one you meant? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's from the second second uh, of May. Yeah, and then um, they say counting down to the new quant website. So kind of the discussion was at least on Monday in lounge and in some other chats. Like, okay, so what does counting down mean? When can we anticipate having it's the new the website? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I was going into arguments with people and I said, well, don't expect this in the next couple of weeks. I expect it in the next couple of months. On the other hand, Optimist, like you said, well, it's going to be a couple of matter of weeks. So, so what do you think? My guess is like a month or two. I still have faith. I believe. Mm hmm. That uh, for uh, in uh, before July first, gonna have maybe gateways, I hope, or at least a website. Yeah, I so, believe everybody has a right to run their own gateways. I so believe in what before June, July first. July first, okay. H yeah. one. I have a dream. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. I think. H1 would make sense. It would be something with Gilbert. Like, I always told you. <laughs> I, I, always, I mean, He's I said it from back. the beginning. Yeah. yeah. He, would, he would probably say that in a video. I mean, I always said that. I never lied. You, you what, mate? <laughs> yeah. You're calling me a liar? Eh? Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, yeah, okay. Let's, let's say uh, 1st of July, then, I guess. Let's yeah, go for that. Sure, that's, let's settle there. That, that's my guess. Oh, man, is the Quanfi show now crypto Eugening? Uh... I don't know. <clears throat> but it was just an interesting discussion. I was having this, this argument with some people. Yeah, no, it's, we, it's, uh, oh. the, 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 the argument is, and I, I want to take this, this a little bit more home that we just uh, did. Um, you're, you're not going to hype a countdown if it's going to take you six fucking months to finish the website. It does. It doesn't make any logical sense because people people have very short attention spans and, and very short memories, unless uh, they're being duped. Then they remember um, ad nauseum. Um, mm -hmm. So, I I do not think we'll, we'll we'll even have to have to wait a, a month. Personally, I think it would be uh, a waste of res of resources. I wanted to say resources. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, resources. I'm I'm mixing up all my accents. Um, so it it'd be a waste of resources if if they would be hyping this right now and yeah. and, and 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 they're not going to do anything with it until at least a couple yeah. of months from now. On the other hand, we've seen how impulsive uh, Andrew is on Twitter. I mean, he, he got a lot of replies on his uh, on his tweets. You you know what I'm, I was talking about the. I think it was on Joe Biden, and he, uh, he tweeted that uh, Americans should be glad <laughs> that they have Joe Biden as their president, and <laughs> that tweet didn't go unnoticed. So I, uh, I mean, Andrew was kind of impulsive on Twitter. I don't think he's impulsive. I think he's just he, he's just a troll. I think he loves. I think he loves stirring shit. 
and and I see stirring Andrew sometimes yeah. just just with his big bowl of shit and just stirring it so that everybody can smell it. Just to let everybody smell and everybody get riled up because he doesn't even really respond to them. He's just he's he, no, yeah, just throwing Typical shit in the fan and watching everybody get dirty and, yeah. and, and screaming bloody murder. It's man. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah, it makes him the typical marketing person. Every kind of publicity is publicity, whether yeah. it's good or bad. Yeah. At least you attract attention to what you're doing, and that that is really and, smart. And and he has a history with that. What um, one of his companies was 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 a we love to stir shit up kind of kind of company. Um, it, it's on his LinkedIn. We'll, we'll look it up another okay. time. Yeah. Um, but 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 what's what's what. what what gets you me can join the grumpy is, show if you want to st- is why the hell do people give a shit about what some British guy is writing about an American president? And I, and I asked the same in, in a couple of groups. We are why are why are our Scottish comrades worried about what the hell Biden is doing or what people think of Biden? I I just don't get it. Why, why worry? It's it's, it's all yeah. I know, yeah. and, and 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 why complain about it in a private group? Go make yourself a nice little board. Go naked and go stand on the lawn of the White House and tell him he's an asshole. But stop wasting my time with your. Uh, I, thought, I thought make yourself. I'll, I'll stop wasting your time with my no, politics. I, uh, I thought you were going to say go make yourself a nice warm cup of tea. That didn't no. happen. No. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't do tea. Um, no. So. This is also the new branding in a way. Like you see here, you see here, blockchain 101, learn how gas functions as a network fee, paid in a native cryptocurrency, but used to interact with the network. More in our blockchain payments glossary. So they made a glossary. You want to check that out a bit while we're here? Go ahead. Okay. So a glossary is, well, um, kind of um, like a glossary. Yeah, we don't have to translate it. You probably know what a glossary is. Yeah. I, 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 I still keep forgetting that, that, that we're now talking English to the native-speaking yeah. people. Um, it's and, so muckly. And, and, and not to the Dutch. Yeah, verklaren yeah. woordenlijst. Hmm, so, <laughs> um, for many with financial services and payments backgrounds, blockchain may be unfamiliar and seem to present a steep learning curve. Is <laughs> However, it doesn't have to be that way. We've created a glossary of blockchain and crypto terms to help you better understand this exciting new world. Um, but there you go. We've got a story about Satoshi Nakamoto. We're going to move on a little bit and we saw a way to address um, in brief an alphanumerical string which enables the identification of a sender or receiver of cryptocurrency on a blockchain network. An address is similar to a bank account number and that is uniquely associated with a balance of assets. This same address can be used for multiple balances of different types of cryptocurrency as long as they are all on the same blockchain network. For some blockchains, e.g. Bitcoin, digital wallet software records the balances and creates a new address with every transaction. So this is an example of the address in the glossary and, and it just goes on and they'll probably start adding more and more um, to this list to to help people um, n- navigate the well oftentimes um, what's the word uh, they help people navigate 
Yeah, there, there's like, oh, fuck. Hey. The, 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 uh, there's a word for language yeah. that's specifically used in 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 a certain in a certain area. So in jargon. financial jargon, that's the word. Thank you. Yeah. So there's a lot of, of jargon, like backed stable coins. In brief, a stable coin backed by collateral held in a reserve. Blockchain networks. In brief. A blockchain network is a technical infrastructure that provides ledger and smart contracts, chain code, services to applications. And it goes on and on and on, which is really nice. And they'll probably yeah, keep... part one. So it, it, it's really the basics. Oh. And that means that it's getting more complex at some point. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, great. And, That's and, and, nice, and this little keep... marketing. It's yeah, and, and what's really cool is that they're using this new... What you actually see here, where my mouse is now, you see um, the, 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 the the gas filling gun tank nozzle thing, mm-hmm. um, and and it's actually made up of all these tiny little networks. It's like all these these network things, and it's in orange, and I think it's it's really cool. I think it's really clever. They have a very good graphic designer. I don't know if it's if it's really good. I think it's I think it's interesting. I have no clue. About I think it's great, honestly. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I can do that myself. I mean, if you put me in Microsoft Paint, no, no, I no, no, okay, but, not no, 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 okay. But I, I, I don't know if it's if it's catchy and snappy and sassy enough for the for the for the crypto degens. I mean, it looks very, very clean. Um, so yeah, it's just my personal taste. It, it really rounds my personal style. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, 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 so that was the Twitter thing from Quant you wanted to, uh, to see? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Is there anything left on, on, on yes. t- in terms of actual content of sharing? Yes. Or are we going... Oh, there is. Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I set up... Oh, dear something. listeners, we're not abandoning you this episode. We're just continuing. Yes. Um, the, the Australian government is one of the, one of the, the, the governments that, that, that I dropped here um that we knew are in bed with quant um we, we just never really 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 addressed how and 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 and, and with what so what you see here is that I'm, I'm gonna just read the news article so so bear with me for a bit um it's an article from december 4th 2018 and mm-hmm. it reads AU Cloud and Quant Network partner. No, I'm not, not going to do this. Partner to provide world's first blockchain operating si- system for government and critical national infrastructure. No. You need to do it in an Australian accent. Yeah, I know. Um, Ricky. AU Cloud and Quant Network are pleased to announce a formal partnership to apply the world's first blockchain operating system to sovereign cloud computing creating greater security and functionality for Australian governments, defense and critical national infrastructure. This blockchain as a service will overcome the current silo design of deploying multiple blockchain systems, creating an easy to use and more secure set of national capabilities. Scott Wilkie, director of AU Cloud, stated, that Australian government, Department of Defense, and major industries are using or testing blockchain to interact with their supply chain, critical infrastructure, national record keeping, and financial services. These organizations require the interoperable 
functionality that can only come with an operating system like Overledger and the security of the leading software in the Australian cloud platform. Without Overledger, none of these projects or systems will be able to communicate with each other or enable cross-party collaboration. Gail Bavardian, founder and CEO of Quant Network, additionally noted, we have been working with AU Cloud for more than a year on how best to integrate our blockchain operating system onto the AU Cloud platform to provide highly secure and interoperable blockchains as a service for Australian government and defense and the critical national industries and supply chains that serve the nation. The idea for Overledger stemmed from the challenges faced while working in senior roles across definitive projects from both the UK and Australian governments and subsequently led to founding the blockchain ISIS standard TC307 in 2016. The key areas of focus for the partnership are to remove today's complexity with blockchains, providing choice, flexibility and an interoperable cloud platform to benefit from a multi-chain strategy, reduce implementation time from eight months to mere minutes and with just three lines of code, having choice, flexibility and prevent blockchain lock-in or proprietary technology. Avoid integration costs and the need to buy additional infrastructure. Utilize a tried and tested cloud delivery model. Comply to security and regulation when interconnecting corporate and distributed networks. Use existing technical skills and resources without the need to hire specialist blockchain expertise. Brett Barstow, CTO AU Cloud, previously CTO Department of the Prime Minister and Cabinet, stated that applying world-leading blockchain technologies to enhancing the cybersecurity of cloud IAS and PAS can significantly improve the ease of adoption and reduce risk for all government users and citizens. We aim to bring the most effective and assured technologies as a service and Quant Network have some of the most advanced blockchain technologies in the world in this respect. Oh, my face hurts. Damn. Oh, wow. So, nice. yeah. Um, Respect. <laughs> so, 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 so that's, that's a ton of information. And I was so it busy is. reading that I didn't actually read the article. I didn't comprehend, at least. Um, I read it before, but I, I, I forgot. Um, well, note that this is from the 4th of December, 2018. So yeah. it's almost four years old, um, which goes back a long time. And, yeah. Um, was one of the first. Impressive. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is a lead that is so old. It's like um, crowds old, NVIDIA old. Um, what, what else do we have? Sia? Yeah. I see it was a bit later, but I think it's already being theorized in that period. Yeah. I think UK Cloud is another uh, example of, of yes. national cloud infrastructure. Yes, yes. But that's, um, but, that, but that's more recent. That's a 2020 yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, man, I'm tired. So, 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 so Australia is, is comfy. Um, so as far as continents go, how many do we need? <laughs> How many are left? Well, you can build a school in Ethiopia and pump to the top five. So. 
Yeah. yeah. Are those smart contracts in the room? You having a piss, right mate? Now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, one song. No, that's the English guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, definitely check AU plan. I mean, yeah. you just read everything, but I I don't recall. I was just laughing at your accent. So <laughs> I probably have to re-listen tomorrow what you actually said. Yeah. There's oh, there, 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 there's a lot. Um but yeah, but you can just look it look, up. Yeah, and it it just means that what what whatever touches the AU cloud is touching Overledger. I mean, basically, yeah. Even 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 we don't have any updates. I know that's not the crypto way of things, um, but if, if if there's no updates, there's no reason to assume that it's um, no no longer uh, an actual partnership. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, just as Dutch saying it's as uh, oh, it's, it's 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 still oh. here. Let me show. It literally translates to like no message is a good message. It's the old logo, but you can't expect the government to update that shit. Um, you see it here. <laughs> it's a government of the role. Then. Yeah, our partners. We are proud to have the company of all our partners, and it reads Quant. You can't Cisco. 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 Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Robinson, um, Brian. There, there, there's, there's a bunch. Um, oh, yeah. it, it is actual. Um, here, let me. That's actually impressive. Usually, when you have those kind of bars on a website, then it just shows you the same partners. It's, it starts looping, but here it's actually refreshing all the time. And not yeah. enough refreshing, like it, it keeps on going. That's nice. yeah. So, AU Cloud is still comfy. Um, everybody's comfy in the end yeah is that the case shall we move to the Instagram questions and the or is there any some more uh, let's 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 I I don't want to use my brain for taking the initiative anymore so just present me with some questions present me with some questions and then uh, well I think yeah well I mean uh, the first question um I think it's a very good uh, question, actually. Okay, so it reads, prepare, dear listeners, because this is going to fascinate you. Uh, why is dot and atom more relevant than Q and T? <laughs> but why is it more relevant than Overledger? How, 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 okay. That's literally the question. I think it also kind of ties into a DM that I got. Uh, where it says that like the uh, it was a Dutch DM, so like the how would you translate like draagvlak, like the 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 like the how how would you translate that like the yeah. so the argument there was like the, the support it's more, it's more yeah it's more to being supported indeed by the community and the, the argument there was why aren't they using Chainlink because Chainlink is being more supported by the community <laughs> and 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 Dots and Atom are also being more they have a broader community have a higher market cap. So that must mean that they are better products, right? So why are they more... No, I mean, I'm bashing this question. I shouldn't be doing that um, because I think there is some an element of truth to it. And I think we should answer this fairly. Um, Ask the question again. So the question literally... Yeah. Uh, uh, let me write for one second. If you do this, please put on the elevator music to just let me work faster. Um. Okay, 
should call it uh, just one here. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, what, why is dot an L? So it's not why is. No, it's why are because it's plural. Uh, why are dot and atom uh, more relevant than Q and T? Okay, but so, what 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 is relevance? What does it mean? I think I think I mean let's let's not bash it too much. Actually, answer no, the no, question no. here. Um, no, no, I'm 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 very fucking serious because you need okay, to know sure. what, what, what I think. What makes something relevant? Okay, I don't think we can ask ask here what relevant means, but I, I think I think we should kind of work from our own interpretation. Well, I think. Being relevant here means that you have a lot of engagement on on, on social media, right? So uh, when people address interoperability, they uh, usually refer to products like or yeah, projects like Dot, Polkadot. They're like, oh, interoperability. It's like Polkadot, right? And and Cosmos, they do interoperability, and because yeah. they do all the promotions on on social media, they they yeah. they, they uh, have a lot like of engagement that. with the community. Yeah. When you look up for influencers, they start talking about those projects. And um, with us, actually, I mean, the momentum is increasing with us. Um, but there is just a different perception. They're also higher up in market cap. So you, you, well, people find them easier. When you go to the top 30, there's a high chance you will find Dot and Atom. Whereas if you to find us, you actually need to go down. You'll see us at place 80 okay. or something. So, so what he actually wants to know is why are Dot and 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 Cosmos more popular? I think that's because much the question. Because yeah. if if you ask if you're gonna, and that's why I needed to laugh so hard in the beginning. If you talk about being relevant, if there are two projects that are not relevant within the world of grown-ups, mm-hmm. then it will be Polkadot and Cosmos. Yeah. In my Indeed. opinion, I, 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 no, I'm just, I'm just shitting on the road now because I have no clue what, what they're doing and why they're doing it and where they do it. I just do know for a fact that they do not service governments, they do not service entire continents, and uh, etc. Um, <clears throat> so if, 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 if you would just um, level the playing field, so to speak, mm-hmm. and, and, and you're gonna look at okay, who is providing interoperability? To what entities and 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 on what scale and 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 why and 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 what level of of of, of interoperability? Um, there's 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 no way that that you can even see the impact of of of, of Dot and Cosmos. Otherwise, we would have known them to be competitors. They they operate at a very different level. They do blockchain blockchain interoperability probably within their own ecosystems. Yeah. Quant quant is even a blockchain. Quant is an operating system yeah. um, for, for, for DLT. And it, it, it connects legacy to DLT, DLT to DLT, uh, blockchains, uh, also DLT, but they like to get their own little stage. So yeah. block, blockchain, DLT, legacy. Think, yeah, indeed. I mean, on the technical side, they aren't relevant at all. But, but I think the reason that people think that they are relevant because they get more social engagement, oh. higher open market cap, more. For example, shilling the projects. It's it's like Nike. It's mm-hmm. like Nike. Nike makes commercials for running shoes. Nike mm-hmm. Air Max, people, please do your body a favor, run barefoot. But if you have to wear shoes, do not use Nike Air Max for running, even though they market it as running shoes. Go and, and, and let someone make a video of, of your stride. 
and and I was wear, wearing Saucony or Essex mm -hmm. because the way my feet uh, roll because the way my stride is. If I were running on Nike or Max, I might as well just 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 just, just take like this kitchen towels and just just put those under my feet. What's this is Nike or Nike, by the way. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but 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 Nike are promoting themselves as running shoes. But trust mm. me, you don't want to use Nike for running shoes. They're they're fashion shoes. They're not for running. They're simply not. But still, so so in 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 a way, Nike is like the polka dot of running shoes. Mm -hmm. And 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 the Saucony and the Essex are actually um, the more suitable yeah, solutions. Yeah, it's like Hackendoss eyes. It's like fancy, but then like still. It's a bit like hacking does, I guess. It's like ice cream, and it's it's, it's expensive. You think, oh, this is like it's from the Nordic countries. They probably got it from like some fjord in Norway, and it turns out to be some American company. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a good example too. Okay, um, so yeah, okay. we kind of answered that question. Um, on sale, definitely. Q and T is always on sale. Mm. Uh, someone asked, fifty Q and T is a good future. I'm twenty years old, dude. <laughs> That that's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're gonna <clears throat> when we're gonna see Bitcoin ask prices, um, imagine all the fifty Bitcoin right now, but then Bitcoin with utility. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm thinking about this. Um, there's there there is a brand that is pretty good though. They they present themselves as a sports car. It's called Tesla. Have you ever heard of them? They mm -hmm. they are pretty good. Yeah, Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. <laughs> we did this <laughs> yesterday in the. Please give us some branding, Elon. Come on. Elon Ben branding. Men's sponsorship. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> More or less Greg, Greg has the question, when Greg learned part two? Well, be welcome any day, sir. Uh, join, join the mayhem. Think, uh, <laughs> think weeks, not months. Think we'd weeks. Love to have, we, we, we love to have you again, man. Yeah, definitely. We'd love to have you again. Um, just hit us up. We'll uh, get it sorted. Um, okay, that, that was Instagram. I also set out the question. Well, check Twitter. our calendar. No. Check our calendar. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> we, are, we are pretty flexible. Um, okay, so, oh, that's sad. I Twitter. Hey, do you have any questions for us this Friday? Let us know so we can answer them. And nobody, nobody showed up. Yeah, but people so, are expecting to ask. To, uh, they, they plan to ask their questions tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Oh. Because That's it's Wednesday sad. today. Yeah. But we're, I, I just tweeted it so that you can ask your question. We're a day early. I know. Um, I'm just going through the, the comments on um, uh, YouTube. Quant is up 10%. 97 euros 39. I'm just going through the comments on YouTube for a bit. Uh, someone says, hey, great content, guys. I'm pretty sure CBDCs are coming a lot faster than most imagine. Do you agree Man. with that? How fast? Hey, hey, there's actually a discussion between people. I love that. Man. That's what I want. Nice. I bet by the time of Friday, we'll be back. At, uh... People are actually engaging with each other in the comment section. That's really nice. Let's just say a whole lot will change in the next 12 months. That's mm. scary, but at least we'll be wealthy. Mm. CBDCs, hey, and then the guy responds, CBDCs don't have to be bad. They can actually ensure transparency. 
so that governments are held responsible for spending, etc. It's up to us, the people, to ensure that they're used to make our lives better. Completely agree, sir. Completely agree. Thumbs up to you. Okay. Um, epic show, guys. <laughs> Made me lull and awake. Keep it up and keep it coming. Thanks, Yarna, Tim, and Greg. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Great Perfect passion and knowledge on display. Hey. Um, yeah, just a hey, thumbs up for the Comfy Lounge. That's nice. Let's go. I just wanted to sleep and I dropped this bombshell. Yeah. That's enough masturbation for today, Tim. You're yeah. going to get blisters. Come on. It's done. No, I just wanted to show the people on YouTube that we actually read the comments and we are here. Yeah. I, we appreciate that. The, the interaction is amazing. And um... it's only going to get better. I would love to see an active comment section with just people fighting in the comments. That That's the stuff that brings me to YouTube, the comment section. I love it. Yeah. I always bring my popcorn and like, yeah. not that I actually eat popcorn, but my uh, yeah. imaginary popcorn. Regarding the future, future guests, are, are uh, we, we already have two guests secured. <clears throat> One is already, uh, we, we set a date. Um, so, so, yeah. And, 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 and the other guest is, is in our prep channel. Um, yeah. So we're, 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 we're quote unquote, negotiating. And yeah, we're doing an intake uh, together and just yeah. uh, let's talk, see how it goes. Talking through what we're going to, uh, what we're going to yeah. mess up on the show, um, which is interesting. Um, and yesterday we've also been talking um, about, about the branding and um, that we're thinking about uh, the future uh, because yeah. what we all do here, um, it, 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 it takes time, it takes effort, um, it costs money, the amount of lights we have running, literally, um, and, um, and, and just the, the, the time invested. So we put thinking... a lot of time into this, and don't, yeah, so... don't underestimate how much time it takes. So... Yeah, and technically, for you, the listener, it, it, it doesn't matter how much time we invest. It, it, it's irrelevant. It, it, for you, it's about the product and the time that we invest is, is, is our case. If we can make this video... In, in one minute and we can produce three hours of content um, that also be fine for you, obviously. Um, but costs are being made for the, for the platforms and stuff. So we're thinking about ways to, to monetize our business. And we talked about this uh, before. We are busy creating a brand and um, we're, we're getting a community going and, 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 and we are thinking about how we can, can monetize that in a way. Not that we want to um, charge uh, for, for watching our content. Absolutely not. But we are uh, thinking um, maybe for the future to look at maybe ad revenue, maybe look at, uh, at sponsoring, but not selling our souls. So looking at products that we actually use ourselves, that we love. Um, but we're also looking at merch. And, and I showed as an example, this is like an older generation uh, comfy crew that the Lexip created um, last year. I, 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 I got some. I also got a tank with Comfy on it. Um, but Tim and I, are, we, we, we have a document and uh, we are thinking about our branding with the bulls and we're thinking about um, some, um, some community building 
things um, and, and how we can produce merch for that. I know there are people that would love to have belt buckles or backpacks or snap back caps. Um, felt snap backs caps. are still a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they, uh, they were a thing like 2013 and stuff, 2012. Yeah. So, so, so we, we, we already are thinking about some designs with some logos here, some text here, text on the back, um, or all three options. Um, we're still looking for, uh, for, for ways to do it. I think we talked about this a couple of videos back as well. I we did. We... I think just for general purposes, first of all, establishing yeah. a multi-platform brand. Um, yeah. It's getting, getting ourselves established here on YouTube. Mm. I mean... Um, on the most, I think a lot of our listeners are obviously on the podcast platforms because that makes both sense. You're listening to a podcast. Yeah. You've got uh, a bunch of monitor... three hours. Huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. Gotta... But we can actually monitor YouTube. So that's the reason why mm. we think by just seeing our YouTube statistics, that is it. But we can also see on Podbean where we host, uh, do our, all our logistics for all our podcasts. So people are also listening on all the uh all your platforms and then we mm. see the numbers go up and we, and we also see the adoption growing. Uh, so we see that people are listening on Spotify. People are on Deezer. People are on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher is growing audible. There's quite a bit of people listening on audible. Cheers to you guys. Um, so that is great. We just see the engagement on across all our platforms going up. Uh, and that, that is beautiful. And that's exactly what we have in mind. Tinder. Tinder? Oh, yeah. <laughs> should make a Tinder account that, that uh, if you're like yeah, close, you can swipe yeah, the yeah, coffee shop yeah, to the right. You should have just thrown that in there while you were calling up all naming no. all those podcast platforms. Yeah, oh, we're, on a, we're on Spotify, Deezer, Grinder, Tinder. We got Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you should and, do that though. And, and, and I'm wondering how much the coffee show on, on Tinder. And, and, and then see how many people will, uh, will notice. Swipe right. Yeah. Yeah. We're throwing in some Easter eggs left and right, so yeah. exactly. Yeah. Swipe right for QSC twenty one. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I think yeah, we're we uh, kind of hit our saturation point again for two hours. Without a guest, it gets really hard to talk for more than two hours straight. I know this. Ah, uh, we, we can. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, but that's not a bad thing. I think just two hours is a nice. You, you can literally fly to another side of Europe in two hours. Nah, not to the other side, but you can e- easily reach the south of Spain in two hours. Yeah, you can easily jump on a plane in Amsterdam and then get shot down over Moscow before the show is over. <laughs> very dark comparison. <laughs> uh, let's get cynical. No. Um, it's, a, it's the end of the show. It's over. We're done. Are we? Do, do you have anything to add? Not really. I'm just uh, looking forward to uh, next week. In Dutch, we have an interesting guest, hopefully. Yeah, uh, definitely. It's and, and, definitely and, and, going to be a fun episode. And in English, we'll have to see what happens with our next guest. The person might show up already, or it may, might take a bit of more time, but we'll see what yeah, happens we, there. We, we haven't compared agendas. Quite no, yet. no, we, we we did not. But I think we can manage. And uh, also, I I kept making this promise of uh, posting snippets on Twitter, and I will definitely do that with Greg. It's just been really busy, and uh, there's a lot of content still going. And I, I, also talking about snippets. Thanks to Greg and 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 also Tokenizer. 
and all the others who actually share our content. And Hungarian are spreading the also love. sharing. Hungarian. Yeah. Thank you so much for for doing yeah. that. Um, uh, feel free to use the material mm. And, mm. and share it. Mm. It's, 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 it's kind of a public library for everyone in, in, in Quant with a lot of shenanigans and gifts and degeneracy in between. So, uh. Yeah, make sure that if you have, if you feel like there's something that, that, that we need to talk about or, yeah. or you want us to talk about or you have a suggestion for a guest, um, make sure to let us know. You can always DM or be a guest me. yourself. Or be a guest yourself. Yeah, that's that's definitely okay. Um, for for the people suggesting just the tech guy and son, um, they have been approached and 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 it's 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 difficult. They are not too keen on public appearances. Um, so 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 yeah. Unless you're this Indian guy on, on Twitter trying to sell your NFTs. That was the state of fuck away. Man. I have this question for you. I have picture. Yeah. I don't know about this picture. Maybe some NFT you like. Can you help me, sir? Please? Yeah, sir. <laughs> that was embarrassing. It was in the Twitter spaces. If you didn't listen, go listen, uh, by the way. I, I'm, I'm not being racist here right now. That was actually we, the we way opened, the, the gentleman huh? talked. Yeah, you know, he literally talked like that. Uh, yeah. He opened the floor to the audience, and the first guy was some guy from India shilling us or his uh, NFT collection. That was embarrassing. It was pretty again, embarrassing. And then a guy from the audience was like, hey, get the hell out of here. I don't want to hear about your NFT project. I'm here to listen about Quant. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. It was gold. Yeah. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, no, that was great. Uh, you shouldn't your NFT project. <laughs> Nobody yeah. could make anything from what the get guy was right saying. On. His, yeah, his English was so terrible of the Indian guy. Well, I, yeah. I think he's, he's Indian. I don't know. It could, could be Pakistani or whatever. Uh, Middle Eastern accent, at least. And um, and then, indeed, the the American... Uh, Get on my lawn! Yeah. <laughs> was was perfect. There were like two, two stereotypes yeah. colliding. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We should have thrown our Dutch accents into it for, for some more mayhem. Yes, now it's about time to go. Please go away. Yes, uh, I have had about yeah. enough of this. Yes, uh, <laughs> you're just uh, selling us your, uh, your JPEGs. Uh, it's time to uh, time to end this episode. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you uh, on the next one. Yes, uh, stay uh, stay comfy. Yeah? Stay comfy. <laughs>